Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Over 5 million people play football in the USA and here to bring it to you in the raw, uncut, unadulterated is the undisputed number one sports show in Atlanta and abroad. 100 yards of football live from headquarters. It's more than a game, more than a show. It's where football blends culture, economics, and society. Tap in, tune in, and lock in to 100 yards of football now. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information, from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Hello everyone and welcome to 100 Shirts of Football Sports Talk Radio. I'm your host, Logan Landers, and today we're taking a special look at the top five NCAA games of all time. Now there have been thousands upon thousands of games played throughout the NCAA in terms of football, and today... We are going to break down the top five of all time. Now, there is a lot of games. I'm sure we might not have your favorite on there, but if we do, put in the comments. If we don't, put, well, how come my game isn't in here? We'd love to interact with you on Facebook, YouTube, our comments on uh, Instagram as well. We appreciate the love support. But, of course, you guys know it is Monday. I can't do these videos by myself, but we are bringing on another, a very special guest as always. Welcome once again, Madman Mark Mancini. How are you doing today, sir? Always a pleasure to be on Mondays in Dixie as we sweep the country. The most must-see, must-hear show, man. Thank you very much, sir, for the kind words. And let's get into it, Mark. This is your picks here, your predictions for the top five games of all time. Let's start things off. Number five, you have the Fiesta Bowl. Back on New Year's Day, January 1st, 2007, when the Boise State Broncos beat the Oklahoma Sooners in OT 43-42. Tell the fans why you put that game at your number five slot. Boy, the classic on New Year's. I mean, when you look at it, I mean, it just was a rock'em, sock'em type of game. I kind of thought Oklahoma should win this game. Uh, but Boise State, man, it was unbelievable. And if I recall this thing, it went into overtime, too. Yes, yes, it did. And, uh, and but, it was crazy. Yeah, it, it went back and forth. And, uh, you know, Boise State, you know, when, you, when you're competing with the big boys, you never figured, you know, you can knock off uh, Oklahoma. But, man, oh, man, that was uh, instrumental in more ways than one, my friend. It really was. And, of course, you know, Boise State had the now infamous play at the end, the yeah. Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Uh, it was on ESPN for months on end, a, a great play to help seal the victory and, and just uh, an all-time classic game at your number five slot. Now, Mark, let's move on over. Let's go a little bit old school here. Number four on your list, go back to the Cotton Bowl back in 1979, once again on January 1st. We got the Notre Dame Fighting Irish back when they were in peak performance there, defeating the Houston Cougars by a score of 35 to 34. 
78. It was when I graduated from high school. And man, oh man, I can remember growing up in the day. Notre Dame was, a, you know, the Ara Parsegians, you know, the Dan Devines coaching these guys. And then you had the Joe Theismans coming out of there, the Rick Myers. And man, oh man, the tradition continues. Touchdown, Jesus. And, you know, when you look at some of the games that I kicked in this thing, a lot of them were in those uh, New Year's type of games because that's when college football had pretty much uh, New Year's all to themselves with four bowl games, you know, the Fiesta, the Cotton, the Orange, the Rose. Yeah, I, I mean, and, and that's the thing is that I think people forget about that. They had that whole day of just nonstop football action. I, I wish we had it back, but understandably, you know, there, there's a lot more teams out there, a lot more bowl games, a lot more money in play. But it is fun to look back, especially at, the, at these amazing games. The chicken soup game, a lot of people call it. Yeah. Of course, we know Montana had the flu, wasn't feeling too hot. But, hey, they were ready to rock, man. And Notre Dame, I think people forget, they struggled most of the game. I mean, yeah, they came out, scored a few points in the first, but then didn't do nothing. They were shut out in both the second and third quarter. And then, I don't know what happened, man, but then in the fourth – they turned on the Jets, got up 23 to nothing in that quarter, got the victory and, you know, got got the touchdown to win the game and an all-time classic, 72,000 in attendance, watching it in Dallas, Texas, cheering on those those amazing teams. Right. Not only that, when you look at it, Logan, you know, we, we've alluded to, you know, how it's changing college football, the landscape they're having more bowl games and everything. I, I think it's turning off some people. People are now more interested in them games that are going to be dictated by who's going to be the national number one uh, team in the country right. more so than, you know, the music city bowl and, you know, the Chick-fil-A bowl, some of these bowls where they're, they're really having a hard time selling the places out. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's a, that's a good point too. And I mean, like I said, I think that's just the way landscape has changed in terms of, uh, how college football has been worked over the last handful of years. Now, Mark, let's keep moving here. Number three on your list, going to 2013, coming up on the 10-year reunion here in just uh, about a year and some change, the Iron Bowl, November 30th, 2013, Auburn, Alabama, 34-28. I mean, I think everyone knows what this game's all about. Yeah, Bama, man, and Auburn, you know, you just – what you do is when you get these Iron Bowl games, you just throw everything out. You know, we've we've heard about rivalries across the board. We got the Red River rivalry, we got the Civil War one up in Oregon, we've got the the Apple one in Washington. But man, oh man, show me a better one than this one, the Iron Bowl. Auburn and Alabama back and forth, and what a game in more ways than one. Yeah, it, and I mean, this is a game in which I think pretty much everyone was picking Bama to yeah. win this ball game. They were, I believe, 10-point favorites. All the analysts picked them to win this. Uh, and, man, we all know what happened there at the end with the kick six, the amazing <laughs> play that was all over SportsCenter. All, still, I mean, every year it gets brought up every time, you know, these two are playing each other. And, I mean, it, it's just a tremendous game. We know Auburn, uh, you know, they were struggling in years past. And this was a monumental win uh, for that team. Uh, they were at home as well, so the fans were going wild. And, and just an all-time environment, I think, for a great college game. Well, and not only that, when you fast-forward it to, like you said, now 10 years probably uh, and some change here coming up, uh, you see where Alabama is, and Auburn's kind of fallen off the map here in more ways than one. What has happened to this 
school. I mean, it's a far cry from the Iron Bowl days. You're not kidding. We'll see if Auburn can get it back on track here in the next few seasons. Hopefully they can in the ever-tough, man, the very tough SEC. Now, we are down, Mark, to the final two games. Your top two. Right now, we've got your number two slot. You're rocking with the Orange Bowl, January 1984, Miami, Nebraska. Tell the fans about it. Oh, that was a classic. If I'm not mistaken, Nebraska really came in there. I think Miami showed up with the camouflage. You know, for this game and everything, uh, and 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 what a game! Uh, and you know, it was unbelievable in more ways than one. I think a lot of people thought Nebraska was just going to steamroll these guys. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Nebraska. Obviously, you know, they were undefeated that year. They were like they they were the king of the kings, right? They were looking <laughs> really good. But like you said, Miami, they fought. Man, they were a good team, also, right? They're, they were ten and one on the season, yep. and. Man, I, I, there, there's also that call, you know, this is the 50th ever uh, Orange Bowl. And the, the end of the game, right, when Nebraska, Tom Osborne, they said, you know yeah. what, let's go for two instead of going for one. And that ended up costing them, man. I mean, I, I, I you never know, right, if, if it works out, if the two-point conversion works out, you look like a genius. But if it right. doesn't, then you're saying, well, why don't we just kick it for the tie and go for overtime? So it, it's just one of those games, uh, like I said, the 50th ever uh, bowl game there in Miami, so the fans were hot for it. Well, not only that, it was a home game pretty much for the Hurricanes. Yeah. I mean, that was the thing. So they only the, the Cornhuskers had to battle not only the Hurricanes, they had to battle the fan uh, support of, of that team too. And boy, I'll tell you that it was unbelievable to watch. Uh, I remember Testaverde and everybody there. Yeah, yeah, it, a lot of big names in in that bowl game right there that went on to have you know really good nfl careers yeah now mark we're got number one on the list i'm sure this is number one on a lot of people's list we're going to 2006 a little bit over 15 years ago the rose bowl january the 4th texas usc what a ball game between those two teams well i'll tell you when you looked at it pete carroll matt liner you had reggie bush on one side, and on the other side, Vince Young, and man, oh man, 41-38, back and forth. And you know what? I really thought USC was the better team mm-hmm. uh, heading into that thing, but they weren't the best team that won it, man. Yeah, Texas just wanted it more. They were just so determined at the end and, and, and pull that game out. And man, oh man, one of the best games uh, you can ever watch uh, out of the Rose Bowl. It really was because it had not just the Heisman winner in Reggie Bush, but also the runner-up in Vince Young, who was electrifying in college. And like you said, both these teams were the cream of the crop, number one, number two in the country. I mean, USC was on a dominant run. Texas also was doing their thing. Matt Leiner, like you said, was a tremendous quarterback. And it had just so many moving pieces, so many amazing players, a great coaching from both sides of the ball as well. And just a, an amazing game. Give Matt Liner only his second loss in college, which was wild at that point. And like you said, this is a tremendous game. This isn't on your top five, top ten list. You just don't know college football. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, you, you you don't. Because, you know, when you looked at this thing going back and forth like it was, like I said earlier, it, it, it was right up there. And it had to be my number one in college football. Until somebody knocks it off the perch, it's, they're going to have to come. You know, I can remember going years ago 
and seeing the Chiefs and the Rams on a Monday night. I think it was 54-51 on a Monday night football. And it, it, it's something that it's it's almost once in a lifetime. It's like a perfect game in baseball. Right. It's hard to see. And if you're yeah. lucky enough to witness it, man, that, that you could take that to your grave. Yeah, and, and this is a game also that lived up to the hype once again, right? It, it's the top two teams in the country. Usually, you know, most of the time everyone hypes this up. It's like, oh, it's going to be a great game. And then it's a, you know, a 15-point win by one squad. But no, this this one was back and forth, a good chess match between both amazing schools at the, you know, looking very, very good. USC in the 2000s was dominant. Texas was doing their thing also. And, and just a pretty much almost a picture-perfect uh, football game when you look at it on both sides of the field. You had good turnovers. You had good offense. You had good defense. I mean, everything you can think of, this game had it. And it is a great choice, Mark for number one. Well, sir, do you have any final thoughts or maybe any other games that might have just missed the cut before we head out today? Well, Pitt knocking off, I believe it was West Virginia back in the day. That was another one. And, you know, I went to the USC-UCLA game where UCLA knocked off USC when they were in contention for uh, something uh, dramatic there. So, uh, and that, I believe, was Brett Hundley was quarterback in uh, UCLA. So those two yeah. games bring uh, bring up to mind too. So, but uh, man, oh man, you can't get enough good college football in this equation. Before we end our show today, we'd like to mention one more time: this show is presented by Bet Online. You, you really can't, and of course, you know with third. I mean, games being played on Thursday, Friday, Saturday now. Yeah. It's it's so much fun um, each and every single week. So many schools. There's always a game to be on, whether you're watching on cable, radio. There's always going to be something. Uh, for you to sink your teeth into and enjoy each and every single week. Well, Mark, thank you so much, sir, for coming on. Once again, breaking down your top five NCAA games of all time. If you enjoyed the video today, everyone, please like, comment, share, and subscribe. We go live each and every single week, Facebook, YouTube, uh, check us out on Instagram, LinkedIn as well. And, of course, our podcast you can listen to every single day, thanks to the Believe Podcast Network on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, iHeartRadio, or wherever it is you enjoy listening to podcasts. Once again, thank you to my co-host, Mr. Madman, Mark Mancini. I've been your host today, Logan Landers. Have a great day, everyone. Enjoy some college football this weekend, and we'll be back with another live episode in just a little bit. We'll see you soon. What is your favorite moment from football history? What teams and players are you cheering on, and who will win it all? We want to hear from you, our listeners. Head over to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, and leave us a comment. We might use your suggestion in an upcoming episode. Tune in daily to the podcast and watch our show live every week. We are 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio on the Believe Podcast Network. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.